Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. I'm having a baby. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Nadex, the binary options exchange. Binary options let you limit your risk and trade stock indices, commodities, forex, and more from a single account. Nadex is a CFTC regulated exchange with transparency, free market data, and fairness guaranteed. The future of trading is here now at nadex.com. Futures, options, and swaps trading involves risk and may not be appropriate for all investors. Hello and welcome back to Bloomberg Benchmark, a podcast about the global economy. I'm Tori Stilwell, an economics reporter with Bloomberg News in D.C., and it is Thursday, December 10th. I am with my colleagues and co-host Dan Moss, who has moved to New York, and Aki Ito, still in San Francisco. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? We're all super excited about our episode this week, which is about the economics of paternity leave. It's one that we've been anticipating for a while now. Dan, do you want to tell everyone why? I am going to be a father next week. The due date is December 15, and I am taking three weeks of paternity leave, which is a first for me. We thought this was a great time to share a little bit and to talk to someone who's studied in a serious academic manner the pros and cons, not just of maternity leave, which is common enough, but paternity leave. What's in it for the dads? And what does the research show about what's in it for the kids? When our daughter's a little older, she probably won't want me around for three weeks. I've got to cash in now. (laughs) So, Dan, our hope is that by the time you leave our studio today, uh, you are going to be armed with the best that economics has to say about the next few weeks that you're going to be spending with your new baby. And to help us with that, we have Willem Adam on the line. He's a senior economist with the OECD, and he leads a team of analysts there who are experts on family and children policies. Hello, Willem. Hello. Good evening. How are you? Doing great. Hi, Willem. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. No problems. Well, let's start with some context on parental leave in general, with some particular scrutiny on the U.S. So we had the Family and Medical Leave Act of 1993, which guaranteed that new mothers and fathers at companies with at least 50 employees can take up to 12 work weeks of leave. That covers roughly half the workforce. However, none of that leave is paid for anyone. And the fact that mothers get no pay in particular makes the U.S. an outlier among most nations. In fact, in a study of 185 countries, only the U.S. and Papua New Guinea provide no statutory cash benefits during maternity leave. So, Willem, what do we know about paid paternity leave in other countries? Um, Paid paternity leave uh, is um, increasing in quite a few uh, OECD countries to the extent that by now, about one-third of OECD countries provide paid leave for fathers in one form or another, while 
as you just said, in the US, even maternity leave is unpaid. Now, that said, there are many corporations which do pay it. It's just not required by law to be paid. Uh, no, well, the um, last year, uh, this time last year, I was in the U.S. Uh, looking at, uh, at different paid leave models. There are paid leave models. Employers, some employers provide paid leave, but then they often provide paid leave to the workers they would like to keep most, which means that uh, some high flyers or very skilled people will get um, the option to avail of a couple of weeks of paid leave, but uh, not everyone does, and uh, in particularly low-income workers who might be relatively easy to replace uh, in the job they're doing uh, do not get income support, which means that their child doesn't get a great start in life. Some states in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, also provide uh, paid leave in different forms. There is short-term or temporary disability insurance, which provides paid leave in uh, five U.S. states and Puerto Rico and California and New Jersey and Rhode Island have paid family leave uh, for both men and women. For our listeners out there, the OECD is kind of like this elite club of rich nations, and the OECD average for paternity leave is nine weeks at 65% of full pay, um, and the U.S. at least on a federal level is zero. Dylan, you know, I was looking at these OECD stats. I saw that Japan and Korea offer some of the most generous um, paid paternity packages to their fathers. And I was really surprised to see this because, you know, I grew up in Japan. Um, I, I'm Japanese. I spent half my life there. And it's such a conservative country when it comes to gender norms. Um, so I'm assuming that it's a case that not all Japanese fathers actually take this benefit, even though it's available to no, them. No, you're right. Absolutely not. But Japan and Korea are very interesting countries, and they're a good example of, um, you know, the different reasons governments have to introduce paid leave for fathers. Um, basically, what, what is one of the main drivers of policy development in both these countries is the persistently low fertility rate. So for years, the government has been trying to design uh, policy measures that would help uh, increase fertility rates. And they think parental and, leave is one of those? Uh, well, the thing is, one of the main issues young Japanese uh, men and women have when they're thinking about forming a family is that they uh, face a very difficult issues in, in terms of reconciling work and family commitments because the working hours in a regular job in Japan, uh, as you will know, are very long. You commit yourself to the firm and in return you get um, lifetime employment and increased remuneration uh, over the life course in a seniority pay system. Now, men and women cannot combine their work practices with, with their family life. And in the past, when, when the male breadwinner model was widely accepted, that was no problem. But nowadays, in Japan, young uh, women uh, are more likely to have an educational um, degree, a high tertiary uh, education degree, than young men. And they want to pursue a labor market career, just as uh, the young men do. And it's very difficult to combine that with having children. So what 
the Japanese government has realized is we have to help our younger people. And one way of helping um, uh, women and men uh, combining work and family life is uh, giving them the right to paid uh, paternity leave. It is relatively new. Take-up among Japanese men is very low. It's about 2%, 2 2-3%. Wow. And Willem, two of our colleagues in Bloomberg's Tokyo office have just taken paternity leave. Now, having said that, they are both expatriates. Is there any evidence that these relatively generous provisions in Japanese law are having the desired policy effect? The demographic tide there seems like a difficult thing for just one policy to swim against. I guess the question could apply to Korea as well. For this particular measure, I think that it's too early to tell whether it has an effect in future on on the on the demographic trends. Um, but I think that the realization in both Japan and Korea is growing that um, it's not so much that they have to change their social policy because they have already made a lot of changes in that. They also have to change their workplace practices. And that is much more difficult to accomplish. This is all fascinating. After this break, we will go through the pro and con list for Dan taking a long paternity leave after a word from our sponsor. What do traders want? To limit risk, access every opportunity, and trade on a level playing field. Nadex Binary Options lets you set your maximum profit and loss before the trade, so your risk is always limited. Find opportunities in multiple markets, stock indices, commodities, forex, even economic numbers, and Bitcoin, all from one account and platform. Nadex is a CSTC-regulated exchange with transparency, free market data, and fairness guaranteed. Innovations the financial industry needs, and Nadex already has. That's why we think binary options are the future of trading. And it's here now at nadex.com. Futures, options, and swaps trading involves risk and may not be appropriate for all investors. Ultimately, this show really is all about me. Is there any statistical evidence that men who avail themselves of paternity leave suffer at least according to some statistical models, a decline in earnings over time? No, intuitively, uh, yes. And statistically, no, because there, there is not a long time series of, um, uh, in most countries of men that have taken leave on a, on a large basis. So you, you, you don't get a large enough statistical sample uh, over a large enough period to look at that. There are some um, studies in Sweden where parental leave has been, uh, been taken for a longer period of time. The first um, period of parental leave was introduced um, in the in '95. That the, the father month uh, was introduced, and there you have some studies on the effect of earnings on um, on your own earnings and on on spouses. But you, the the amount of studies on that particular topic over time is is very small. I'm a guinea pig. <laughs> in the U.S., definitely. So we have all this context that we just discussed. But let's go through the economic research to say, 
or at least to come up with some good idea of how long a leave Dan should personally take. We'll go through the case for him to be careful and limit the length of his leave, and then we'll go through the case for him to take as much leave as he possibly can. Right. So, you know, the case for Dan to be a little bit careful in taking a longer leave Earlier, we heard from Willem that there isn't a lot of research out there that shows what the career implications are of parents who take a longer leave. But we have some studies, and um, at least according to one study out of Sweden, this is by Ellie Ann Johansson, um, mothers who took a longer leave got paid 4.5% less, and fathers who took a longer paternity leave got paid 7.5% less. That was four years down the road, so it's kind of like a median term effect. But like we said, the research out there is like it's pretty, it's a small uh, sample. Economists are still trying to learn about this. Willem, if it is the case that parents end up earning less down the road when they take longer leaves, um, how do you think that mechanism works? Why do you think that happens? Well, it depends a bit. Uh, it, it depends on various factors. Uh, one is uh, the, um, the, average, the duration of your uh, spell of leave. Uh, in, in a country like Sweden, um, the, the overall paid leave period is, is around uh, a year and a half. And if you're out of the workforce, for, out of the workplace, I should say, for that long uh, period of time, that affects your, your skills. And if you have two children in a rapid succession, that means that you're out of the workplace uh, for quite a long time. So it become, the effect becomes even bigger. For men, the uh, effect in, the, in this particular Swedish study is, is, is bigger because there are probably uh, fewer men who take paid leave for a prolonged period of time. But that is, uh, to some extent, you know, the proof of the, uh, is, uh, of the pudding is in the eating. Uh, at present, uh, men, uh, women are um, the most common uh, leave takers. And as long as that is the case, there might be employers who feel that they should invest less uh, in women uh, or uh, otherwise uh, not promote them in their um, career path. Um, so as there are fewer men um, who, uh, around who take a father's leave, uh, the ones that do um, uh, are more punished between brackets uh, for for their leave-taking behavior. So the wage penalty is larger. We, we just ran through the cons. What are the pros? Or if we're making the case for Dan to take more time, what should we think about? I think the one that comes to me most immediately is just you're better bonded with your child and, and that leads to better life outcomes for them. Uh, that is um, uh, one of the findings. I mean, and that's also one of the reasons why um, governments are uh, investing in, in paid parental leave because um, it, it, it invests at the very beginning of life when you can change behavior of, uh, of the father and you're, right. you're most effective in that sense. Uh, the study we have done in, in 2013 on, on this event best is out um, that, you know, the, the, there are positive effects on um, cognitive, uh, child cognitive development if fathers take a leave for a longer period. That's just an amazing finding that your, your child might end up 
potentially a little smarter if you're if the father takes more time off. It's 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 about the bonding. It's about uh, from what we can see, what what the evidence suggests is it's about not even so much the the length of time as the quality of time. Uh, so when it comes to personal contact and, and, and interaction with with the child, but that that is just one player uh, in the game. I don't know whether Dan is partnered. So for him, it would also matter what his partner is doing, right. uh, whether his partner is at work, um, whether uh, him taking a longer time um, facilitates his partner to, to stay in touch with work as well. I mean, there's all sorts of considerations there that I do not know. Um, the level of earnings is an important consideration also of his partner. I mean, in terms of parents taking leave, from an economic perspective, it makes sense if the parent who earns the least of the two um, takes more leave. And unfortunately, that's that's often women, uh, and and that's why exactly. that's this trade off. But it's it's sort of like a. Of a, a negative cycle here if women are consistently the ones making less so they're taking more time off so it's hurting their potentially hurting their career outcomes their earnings all over yep. again it's just this cycle that gets perpetuated yeah and it's very hard to break but what you see is that among younger couples it's much more normal uh, between inverted commas um, to to try and divide uh, the the care tasks uh, more equally. So there is definitely change in the air. And the other thing is, of course, like I said, if you have more young um, uh, female professionals, uh, the chances that they um, earn more is also elevated. Hence, uh, the chances that they in also in the household bargaining uh, will be in a stronger position and will, will push successfully for a better sharing what I'm hearing is millennials, it's all up to you. Don't screw it up. <laughs> I think that you, you raised a good point earlier also, though. It's sort of this culture has to be set from the top. If if younger workers, if lower level workers see management taking paternity leave, um, they might feel that it's more acceptable for them to do so as well, which is why it is so important for people like Mark Zuckerberg and people like Dan, um, who is an executive editor here, to take that time off um, in the eyes of proponents of paternity leave. Yep, leadership is, is uh, can play an important role. It's also um, often... Uh, senior executives are, are, are a bit older. So it's not just senior leadership, but it's also middle management, which, mm-hmm. um, uh, which uh, can play an important role. And, I mean, uh, I think that for, for middle management, it, they should also encourage their staffers to, to, to take leave uh, if they can. And um, uh, the system in, within companies should might might give incentives to to middle management to encourage to do so looking from 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 an OECD perspective the fact that the uh, the, the the US is is the is the one OECD country without paid leave but that there are states within the US uh, like California like New Jersey like Rhode Island um, who actually do provide paid 
family leave on an individual basis so fathers can take it, and fathers do take it in California, mm-hmm. uh, and increasingly so uh, over the last 10 years. The Californian economy, the New Jersey economy, hasn't ground to a halt. Um, uh, it is not that difficult or that expensive to to run a, a, a paid family leave or paid parental leave system. So, um, and I think those are very important points to get across uh, to uh, American policymakers. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much, Willem, for joining us. It's been great to have you on. Uh, it was my pleasure. The, enjoy uh, the couple of nights sleep you can still get. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Willem. Thanks again for listening to Bloomberg Benchmark. At least Aki and I will be back next week, by which point Dan may be cradling his newborn baby in his arms. He's naming it Victoria. He's naming it after me. Don't let him tell you differently. (laughs) (laughs) So you might not hear from Dan for the next few episodes, but stay tuned. And you can find us on Bloomberg.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Pocket Cast, and all the other platforms. And while you're there, please take a moment to rate and review our show. And let us know what you thought of the show. You can reach us and follow us at Twitter, at Daniel Moss DC, Tori Stilwell, and Aki Ito 7. See you next week. We're proud of our new and growing suite of original podcasts, all designed to help you navigate the complexities of business, financial markets, and the global economy. In addition to Bloomberg Benchmark, which you're listening to now, don't miss Odd Lots, a deep dive into the intersection of markets, economics, and finance with Joe Weisenthal and Tracy Alloway. There's also Deal of the Week with our mergers and acquisitions reporter Alex Sherman looking at a breakdown of the biggest deals and giving you an inside peek into corporate boardrooms. All three shows are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Cast for Android, Bloomberg.com, and of course, the Bloomberg Terminal. Check them out and subscribe today. This episode was brought to you by Nadex. You know, any long-term investment is going to go through short-term dips and price fluctuations. Nadex binary options let you turn those short-term movements into trading opportunities. You decide your maximum profit and loss before each trade, so your risk is always limited. Trade stock indices, commodities, forex, even Bitcoin in economic numbers, all from one account on a CFTC-regulated U.S. exchange. Instead of just watching the market's ups and downs, turn them into trading opportunities at nadex.com. It's the future of trading, N-A-D-E-X dot com. Futures, options, and swaps trading involves risk and may not be appropriate for all investors. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.